two. Okay, welcome to Season of Change, transforming your life through the power in the word of God. I am your host, Evangelist Jeremiah Joseph from Nigeria. I am having my guest here tonight on Season of Change platform, Danielle Youngers. She is from Tennessee, United States of America. She is a life coach on life recovery. She's a mother of five and married. You're welcome to Season of Change, transforming your life through the power and the word of God. You're welcome tonight. Can you, you. just give us brief words to our guests before we, to our audience before we carry on? Well, I, I thank you for inviting me on today and I'm excited to talk about my relationship with God with you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We'll be discussing on a great topic tonight with our guest from United States of America, Tennessee, Daniel Youngis. And she'll be telling us more about her relationship with God, how she lives for God or living for God, how she walk with God and almost walk away from him and at the same time, how she was restored back to God. Now, we'll carry on with our questions. And you give us some details about it. Can you tell us more about your work and what you do? Um, yeah. I um, I love... I love God and his scripture and um, he's called me into the coaching world. Uh, and, but first he had me, um, I'm married and had five kids and I homeschooled them and was a stay at home mom and uh, learned lots about God and patience and, um, and, So, you know, just so happy that he walked with me through that homeschooling experience. I have um, two that have graduated college and two more in college and one still in high school and I'm still teaching her. <laughs> wow, that's great. So now we'll go straight to into our discussion. Your relationship your relationship with God. What relationship do you really have with God? Because I know that we have different categories of relationship in life. So what kind of relationship do you have with God? I, I grew up in a, a Christian home where we went to church on a regular basis and uh, grew up in Sunday school and from the time I was two or three years old I remember just being you, you being in love with Jesus and wanting uh, to to be a follower in him and I you know as soon as I could read I was re reading in the in the Bible and I read 
um, you know, stories from the Bible and loved the stories about Jesus with the little children in the Bible. And as I grew up, um, you know, I became baptized and, and continued to follow along with God in, in everything I did. And as a teenager, I wasn't um, a rebellious like a lot of teenagers in, Amer in the US, excuse me. And I, I, worked, I worked hard on my relationship with him and uh, my high school years, um, I was at a, uh, there was a youth group that had an intercessory prayer team and they taught us how to pray scriptures for, you know, different situations like for healing, for deliverance, for uh, restoration in, of life or kids or, um, you know, marriages, all, all different kinds of prayer and prayers was the most important thing that I had with God, I knew that I could talk to him and that he was going to answer. And um, just believe, you know, in that innocent way, I believed that God was bringing me to a life that was going to be great in him. And okay, thank you very much. You're born, you're being born in a Christian home, raised by a Christian father and a mother. Can you tell us the denominations you belong to, the denominations you belong to? Um, I was born into uh, the Christian church. And uh, later, when I was a teenager, we started going to a, a Spirit of Life church. And then as a grown-up, a non-denominational church, and now we're back at another non-denominational church. Okay, that's great. And when were you born again? Um, I was a, that was a real confusing part thing for me because I thought I had Jesus in my heart from the time I was little. Um, but a bunch of youth had gone on a, young kids had gone to camp. They came back and, and were all baptized and were like, my sister and I would talk to our mom, what, what is this? You know, you know, we knew a little what baptism was, but why were all the youth getting baptized? And, and they had given their hearts to Jesus at camp. Well, my sister and I had already given our hearts to Jesus. So we just you know, we were baptized and I was um, nine. So that means you did baptism twice? I've done, yeah, I've done. I, I said you did your baptism, water baptism twice or once? Um, well, once when I was a child and, and then I, as an adult, I recommitted, when I recommitted myself to the to God, I was baptized again. 
Okay, okay, okay. That was good. And can you tell us the name of the pastor that preached the day you rededicated your life to God? Um, or or what, what incident? What is the scenario? What happened on that day? Or what is the message that was preached? Um, actually, we were. I was baptized in my um, one of my uncle's churches at night, and um, so it wasn't in the church service when I when I was a kid. And when I was, but when I was adult, it it was about the, you know, the the hope and life that Jesus gives to everyone that calls on His name. So let me proceed by this. You talked, you said you want to talk about living for him. How have you been living for God or living for Christ? Uh, well, I, I knew it when I grew up um, and became adult, I found my husband and he, he was also a believer in Jesus and believed along the same lines as I did. And so um, we just, we dedicated our marriage to, to God and, and what he had for us. We were, we lived in Kansas at the time, and then we moved here to Tennessee and we found a church, got involved, and um, we had all five kids at, that we've dedicated to God. And um, when they were babies, and then they've all each also given their life to Jesus as a young young person, and uh, served in the church. You know, we did the nursery and the and the twos, threes, moved to fours and fives. Um, my husband did video for the church for a time, and um, then. You know, there was a homeschool co-op there, and I, I was an art teacher in that, and also helped in the nursery for a couple of those years, and just, you know, did what I thought was the, the way, what God wanted me to do. I, our, the, our church at the time had an intercessory prayer team, so I joined that, and we met regularly, and I, I felt that I was honoring God in all that I, I do, and, you know. Okay, so with all these activities, you have explained, you've carried out in the church, your commitments to the church of God and your activities, the activities of your husband and your children. What gives you assurance that you are living for God? Um, I asked Jesus into my heart and, and, and read his word and, and um, apply that to my life. Okay. Number two, your walk with God. How long have you been working with him? I'm 52. So um, technically, I'd say 50 years because 
you know, at two and three, I thought I knew Jesus was my savior. I didn't understand what that was, you know, but I've walked with him for 50 years with that period of time that I kind of walked away. Okay. And working with him, what have you learned in working with God? That, that God is not, that he's, he's about love. You know, he, he, he sent Jesus down to us to, to be fully human and that that was his showing unconditional love for us. And, and for a long time, I didn't, I, it, it's taken me a long time to understand what unconditional love is, but, and, and yet it's all throughout the Bible, you know, his protection over us, his, um, the Psalms are full of um, things that they are wanting to do you know, that he's wanting to do and, and what he does for us, you know, he, he gives angels around us and protects us. He, he goes before me, you know, as Psalms 23 says, he goes before me in the presence of my enemies. Yeah. Okay. You've learned a lot in your walk with God. But I want to ask you this. You said you've been working with God for 52 years. And you've learned a lot from working with God. In your work with God, can you tell us some few testimonies um, that you got in your work with God? Yeah. Oh, yes. Um, when... I had my first or third child. We found out it was a boy at the, you know, the ultrasound at, at our doctor. But there was some something kind of going on with his kidneys when he was, you know, in my womb. And so they said, "Well, it's okay, and we'll check it a little later on in the pregnancy." And I, um, and so we were okay. We had. Um, some people praying for us and just for his kidneys. And um, when we got to about the 28th week of pregnancy, we went in. I went in by myself uh, to get the ultrasound. And the lady kept, you know, checked his kidneys, but she kept going around his heart. And then she said, look, you know, I, I think my supervisor should see you. So, and they set an appointment for that day. And I called my husband and he met me and we went. And um, he was a doctor of ultrasound and he looked and he said, he told us our son had an anomaly in his heart called Epstein's and that the worst the, the time when it would be the most crisis for him was while he was in, still in me and right after birth. And so we 
called up friends and our intercessory prayer team and they they started praying and then we went to a a, a baby cardiologist and she looked at it and and stuff and kind of comforted us in that you know we we hadn't done anything to cause this you know and uh, that night we went to church and just praised God and worshiped him and prayed for it to be healed, his heart to be healed. And when Josiah was born, he was nine pounds, one ounce. He was the biggest mm -hmm. baby in the MBICU, the newborn intensive care unit. And um I got five minutes to look at him before they rushed him off to make sure he was okay. And of course, the, today he's turns 21 in just a couple of days and he sees the cardiologist every year and she, his heart does not even know that it's, there's something wrong with it. Mm. Um, his heart works like it's supposed to, it just, looks different and uh so you know god was faithful he didn't take away the uh, anomaly the defect and he made a way for that heart to work perfectly and my son is healthy he does whatever he wants in his life and um god just came around us and and uh loved on us during that time and That was an amazing time. The, uh, the other biggest thing is that when I was young, I had asthma. And the whole, whole time I was in between 9, 10, and 11, I had massive asthma attacks because they didn't have some of the medicine they have today. Mm. And there were times that my mom tells me that people were just kind of waiting for me to kind of kill over because, uh, uh, you know, and, um, and I lived through that and, you know, and, and made it this far. And uh, so I totally believe that God's hand was on that and, and brought some healing. I, I still take medicine for asthma, but it's not anything like it was during those couple of years. Wow, that's great. Two great testimonies. Praise the Lord. And yes. I want you to just give us one more testimony and we'll proceed. Um, well, I, I started praying for my husband when I was about 11 or 12. And I prayed that he would be um, a Christian and that he would have a solid walk with God and that he would know and be willing to tithe and to, um, to um, that he'd just have a really good relationship with God. And I uh, met a, a young man at a, at a college class and I, um, when I was 18 and we became friends and um, he, he was a Catholic 
was raised Catholic, but then as he sat with us and, you know, he was over at the house, he um, decided he needed a personal relationship with Jesus, that he didn't have that. And so he was baptized and uh, mm -hmm. committed his life wholeheartedly to Christ. And then um, eventually he asked me to marry him as he, you know, he was a couple of years been in the Christian walk before that, but he asked me to marry him and I said, yes. And God answered, he, you know, he, he's faithful to God. He's a, a wonderful dad to our children. And he is so generous in his, with his money that, you know, putting it in God's hands to do whatever God wants with it, so. That's good, great, 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 great. I pray that God keep on keeping your family and the unity of God will be rest upon the family. And I want to ask you another questions. Can you okay. tell us your great encounter, the greatest encounter you've ever had with God in your work with him? Oh goodness, there's so many. Um, <clears throat> One, one time about, this was eight or nine years ago, I had um, been severely wounded because of a church hurt, um, hurt church split and everything. And I, and I was uncomfortable with um, Christians, you know, because um, I finally realized, oh, we're all human. And sometimes we get hurt. And I had, but I had a friend who is a Christian. Her name is Deborah. And she felt the Lord told her to have a, um, a, a one day conference in, um, in the town that we live. And I decided to go because I, I trusted her. And towards the end of the afternoon, she just, she said, let's put on some music and let's just worship God. And if, if you want to move around, move around, you know, and just be free. And so I was, I was standing and I was, I was getting uncomfortable and I was like getting ready to head out the door when I heard God say, to me dance with me and I just stood stood there and felt like you know the Holy Spirit just encompassed me and you know and then I, I felt like I was dancing with my father and it, it and it was you know so it brought me to it just reminded me that God is, was for me and loved me. It didn't matter my questions at the time. And, um, and it, that was as an event that I hold on today when, I, when I'm struggling with and wrestling with God at times. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. That is a great encounter. You said walking 
within him and almost walking away. Why do you say almost walking away? Why do you almost walk away from him? Is he not able to hold you up again or you are tired of, tired of walking with him? It, well, what, what happened was that church, the church that as an adult we'd been a part of for like 15 years, some, it just started crumbling. And, and then all of a sudden it no longer existed. You know, and and I and I realized now that I'd put my identity in the church. You know that I was serving more the church than focusing on the church than God. So when there was no church there, I I just I was crushed, and I was like, how could God do this? You know, destroy the church that we'd been a part of. So I. You know, but I, I knew what he'd done for me with like with Josiah and when I was young and, and the scriptures that I know and, and memorized. So, you know, I kind of hung on to those, but it was like a real thin rope. <laughs> and, um, and I just, for a couple of years, you know, we did, we got back in a church because we, you know, we're, that was our had always been our agreement with my husband that we'd all go to church together but i just i you know i kind of turned tuned god out and um and then i fell into a major depression and and again was just like why would god give this to me you know um and just really struggled with that and And just didn't have, I had no faith. I, I mean, I, I came to the point where I was utterly hopeless and I reached out for help and, um, and eventually went to a place where I found, um, I found God again and a process that's helped me heal from the wounds that I received, you know, even from a kid being, you know, very small and sickly to, you know, being what I thought was my calling for the rest of my life and that fading away. And um, it started and it, that place is where I started to heal. And the last six years of my life have been a walk, a slow journey of walking with God and letting go of all the things that I learned that weren't him, that, you know, that's where that God is love and God is patient and God is kind. And that in back to that message that Jesus is with us came here and that he really was tempted with everything that we as humans, you know, go through. And that, you know, that even at the Garden of Gethsemane, it said that he, you know, he, the drops of blood that he sweat 
you know, his body was in agony at that time. It knew what he knew what was coming, it says. And so, you know, that even that, even if that was only the few moments he, he felt it, I believe that he felt depression at that moment. And yet he raised up in his spirit and did what God called him to do, even though he prayed for it to go away. And, and that, that God loved, but the biggest thing is that he loved me from the time I was little to the time that I was questioning him. He didn't mm. leave me, you know, I was the Jesus's story of the um, hundred sheep where the, the shepherd has the hundred sheep and, but he finds one is lost and that the shepherd goes and looks for him. I, that's how I felt for a good part of the last six years that Jesus came and, and he found me and he put me on his shoulders and he brought me back, but he didn't just throw me into a church and, and, and anointed me to do great things, you know, or anything. He, he helped, he ministered to me. The Holy spirit was there, you know, and, um, and he kept showing up, you know, and I can look back now and see where he was, he was leading me, but I didn't know it at the time. And I just, you know, I'm just so amazed at how accepting he was with my questions. You know, I was raised to, you don't ask God questions, you accept who he is. And, but Job and Moses and everybody, you know, almost everybody in the Bible and the Old Testament questioned God, yeah. you know, and, and that, that God didn't strike any of those men down. And that so, and that he's bigger than all my questions. And that, you know, it says his ways are higher than our ways. And his thoughts greater than ours in Isaiah. And realizing that and just through the slow process of, of healing and recovering, I've um, my relationship today is is amazing. I mean, you know. I've got, I've found his joy again in serving him. Um, I can read the scriptures and, and, and sense him speaking through me to the Holy Spirit. And um, just seeing how he walks with me every day. And now, and for the last couple of years, I've been in the morning, I actually spend time with him and I journal and I read, you know, I read a devotional or do some um, book or something that I read that's from him and, uh, and helps, that helps me set the tone for whatever comes my way, you know, even when 
you know, I, it's like, I don't know what you're trying me, want me to do today. And then, you know, but I know he's there. Okay, thank you very much. I want to ask you a question. Mm -hmm. What is the greatest regret you ever have in working with God? I, my regret is, uh, you know, on me that for a long time, I had a hard time making friends because most of the people that I was around really didn't believe in Jesus. And, um, and that just, I wasn't good at communicating who he was to me, you know? Um, I did the best I could and um, but I what you know I wasn't I wasn't as brave as today being able to get on here you know and be okay with being a you know talking about him and stuff I just didn't have that confidence in him when I was young to do that thank you very much I want to ask you what is your greatest joy today of working with him? Oh, um, just the knowing that he's with me, that he's for me, he's not against me, he, and that I'm doing, you know, he, he's put people in my path that have are helping me along my journey and that I'm growing in him. Um, my greatest joy also it is my children watching them growing up and, and coming to Christ and then walking into their, you know, their twenties and, and um, grow, growing and doing the amazing things that grown up kids do. Um, that's definitely a joy to me. Wow, that's great. Now we'll soon be bringing the program to a close, but let me ask you, what do you have to say to those that don't have a relationship with God? Can you say that again? So what do you have to tell those that don't have a relationship with God? that God is, is love, that that's what he's about. And, and that he, he sent his most beloved part of him down to earth and to bring us salvation. And that no matter where you are in life, that it says, if you call on Jesus' name, your prayer will be answered. And so it doesn't matter 
if you're in a house, in a car, if you're on the edge of a cliff, Jesus will answer and respond to you no, no matter where you are or where your path is. Thank you very much. Let me add this. How can I lay foundation of a relationship with God? <laughs> um, I encourage people to, to read one of the gospels and to, um, there's amazing, you know, there's so many amazing people online now to just to listen to some teachings on Jesus Christ and see about getting into a church now that they're open and um, from COVID and, and stuff and, and uh, talk to somebody that you know is a Christian. Okay, thank you very much. I want, I want, I want to consider, I want you to consider our society today, the people no longer want to hear the name of Jesus and don't want to go to church. What do you think we ought to do to this in order to bring people back to God? Um, I think it's, you know, it, Jesus asked his disciples to share what they had learned and, that, and to do the miracles that he did in the Great Commission. And so I, you know, instead of preaching about who God is, if, if I'm walking a life that is in line with God, then I shine bright with him. And, and God's gonna bring people into my life that need that. And he, in your life, he brings people in your path. It's, and if Christians would just walk in what Jesus tells us to do, or it says he's going to draw all men to him. Wow, that's great. I really enjoyed your time on this platform. It's a great one. And you have a really wonderful relationship with God. Your work you. with him, your encounters, the testimonies you've shared. And I want you to just pray the simple prayer for as many that wants to or wish to give their life to Christ. Can you pray for them? Mm -hmm. Okay. Holy, Holy Lord God, we thank you for this time together. And we ask those that, that come to you that you show them your love show them your word and the and that they would hear and understand and know that that Jesus can be their lord and savior and we we give you these people up you know who they are and their names and we ask that you bless them and bring them in in Jesus name amen amen thank you very much thank you very much it's really nice having you down here. 
on this platform season of change. We really appreciate your time being on this program. We want, we want to inform you that we would like you to be with us again on this program to talk more on another topic. And I pray that God will keep us till we meet again and we'll plan to make a date for that so that you can come up and tell people more of your spiritual life with God, how you're growing it every day and your relationship with God, what is the secret behind it? So thank you very much. Yeah. We're bringing the recording to an end. So I appreciate you so much.